And then wait, are you guys gonna too like do like uh, two zine, two furious? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's all about family. <laughs> zine I, I live, I live my life one zine at a time. <laughs> oh That's perfect. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Geekscant, the home of RPG goodness and general tomfoolery. My name is Zach, and the host joining me this evening uh, is the mayor of Fort Wayne, Troy Sandlin. Who wants to live forever? There you go. Perfect. Who wants to uh, learn how to fly? What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. That's a different book. It's fine. Yeah. Don't worry about that one. <laughs> I thought we were talking... Never mind. Uh, yeah, so we're also joined by our guest of the evening, uh, Faye, also known as Mindari. How are you doing? I'm good. Sorry, I couldn't wait for my intro. I just, I I wanted to say that joke the first time before we hit the record button, and then I was like, now's the time. If I don't say it now, I'll never say it. It's all good. Uh, yeah, no, that's, that. you're, you're, you're on point for this show. <laughs> like, like everyone always interrupts. Crane writes, how you doing with a big yeah, rating party coming in? Get rated. Perfect timing. Um, yeah, we're, so we're going to talk with Faye. Faye, this is your very first Kickstarter, very first project. You, though, have been streaming and creating content for a long time. Long time, um, yeah. Almost four years, actually. Four oh years gosh. next month. Oh, my gosh. Um, that's that's way longer than us. Um, it's way so too long. <laughs> you're, you're, you're an old hand, an old hat, um, a veteran at this point, so... Um, what, what, so who the heck are you and what's been going on? What, what happened before? What a question. Yeah. Who the heck are you? What are you doing here? Yeah. Honestly, I don't know. Um, so, uh, hi. I mean, as you said, um, I'm Mendari. Uh, Faye is my real name. A lot of the time people ask me if it's real or not because of like, you know, the fantasy space that we live in. But I just tell people that I was born to find myself here eventually. Um, (laughs) so, uh, yeah. Um, the, Reason I introduce myself as Mandari though is because, uh, like you said, I do. I have been making content for a long time. Um, I started back. I think I like. I, I'm predominantly a Twitch streamer, so I made uh, affiliate back on March 12th of 2019, um, and yeah, have been doing stuff ever since then. I didn't move into specifically. TTRPG stuff though, like exclusively TTRPG stuff though, until the past, I want to say almost two years. So about half of that time. Um, but before that, I was just kind of doing random things. <laughs> so, so what 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 sorts of things do you do on your on your live streams on on Twitch? What's what what sort of things do do your community know you for? Um, so I am, I pretty exclusively stream in the D and D category, but not for what you would think. Um, so even though I have both produced and run and played in many actual plays, um, that is actually not what I do on my stream. I, uh, world build, um, for my setting that I've been working on for several years. And I also, um, I design mechanics predominantly for fifth edition um, which is why I stream in the D&D category. <laughs> uh, and yeah, that's, that's what I do. I'd spend, I think three days a week. Yeah. I know my own stream. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, I spend three days a week, uh, several hours a day trying to get work done while my chat distracts me. So <laughs> that's, that's what you can kind of expect if you show up. That's right. We don't, we don't like chats here and we strongly discourage them. So, um, <laughs> 
uh, we don't we don't, want, we don't want them here. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We 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 we. We try our best to limit our chat to just a very few people who are lurkers and largely silent, um, and that's really the stream. That's really what we we strive for. Um, Honestly, the best way to succeed is to just entirely ignore your chat because they that's will right. derail you at any given oh, point in time. That's good. That's a good, good. <laughs> like write that down, Troy. Let's let's. I'll write that down. Let's use that in the future. Um, pro John streamer tips that. with yeah, pro, Oh my gosh, let's beautiful. Um, Holy smokes. Uh, yeah, so you have you have been creating in the D&D space and in the RPG space uh, live for years. Mm -hmm. And then uh, all of a sudden, here's a book, right? So yeah, so what was like? yeah. <laughs> it was a whirlwind. What was so funny is that a lot of it stemmed from the fact that um, it actually... It, kind of all started like the the really intentional trying to make a book started when um 1D, D was announced back it like officially announced like given its name back in like what that was that august mm -hmm. um and i had been saying that i like you know that was always the ultimate goal the goal was always to produce like setting books and adventures and eventually like i would want to write novels and all this kind of stuff right mm -hmm. and um when all that happened it was like okay you have a very strict timeline of 2024 uh is looming and if you want to make anything um because again most of my content up until this point has been predominantly fifth edition. Um, it was like, well, you kind of, kind of got to get on that. So one day I kind of just had a weird, like really genuine heart to heart with my chat on stream one day. And I was like, mm. Hey guys, I really want to make something. Um, and they were like, okay, like, you know, let's, let's actually help you and, and figure that out. So we floated around a bunch of ideas. Originally, I was going to do um, pretty specifically like a setting guide. And then everyone was like, I mean, we'll buy it, but like, you know, no one else knows who you are. And I was like, that's a good point. And um, it was kind of also around this time, sort of after Gen Con, that I actually met Zach. And um, I touched base with Zach about a number of things. But one of those things was about like Kickstarter consulting oh things you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna apologize here i'm gonna no you're fine i literally forgot completely that we met at gen con yeah yeah wow. you did I, a panel with... you're like how did i get how did i meet this person <laughs> like sitting here for like the last 20 minutes like oh man i wonder <laughs> if i'm gonna get that clue back in and then you just like okay never mind sorry go ahead yeah no no you're fine um so uh, I was so yeah we met um, after a panel at uh, at Gen Con that you did with Joe Rosso Raso oh, I don't know you're, you're his the last best. Name. Joe listen um, to that someone remembered your name first person um, yeah, Joe's a great guy um, uh, he is a great but guy. <laughs> but anyway yeah um, so I reached out to you and we we had a chat and you were like have you ever heard of this thing called ZineQuest and I was like no I have no idea what that is and you were like yeah you know like this is kind of the format that it would be in. If you have anything that's sort of a shorter um, idea, that would be really good for this, which was kind of hilarious because most of, at least to me, because most of the stuff that I wanted was like longer form. And I had a couple of ideas, but I was like, this can't be, you know, a 
two to 300 page book. Like I was like, this can maybe be like 75 or 80 pages, but that's not like a full supplement of anything. Um, and then you told me about ZineQuest and I was like, oh, I have the thing for this. And you were like, cool. If you can have it written by the end of the year, you'll be good to go. And I was like, cool. <laughs> this was in October. Yeah. <laughs> it was like halfway through October. And I was like, okay, yeah, I can do that. And then uh, honestly, I spent most of that time avoiding it. And then most of the last week from end of Christmas in that weird flux time to before the first of the year, I was just fiendishly writing that entire time. <laughs> Who would have thought that the person who spent the last four years building settings would, would and, and then got a new deadline and was like, oh, well, let's put that off too. Like, that makes a lot of sense. I, I'm, <laughs> I understand. Yeah. yeah. And, Listen, and I have ADHD and I, uh, when, if I try to impose deadlines on myself, it doesn't work. But you, someone who else who is like, Hey, if you want to, if you want to like work with us, um, or you want our help at all with this thing, uh, it, you know, this is the time it needs to be done by. And I was like, okay, okay, I'll do it. I need to remember that. Um, <laughs> it's not going to do you any good. Troy, if you want to work with me, um, <laughs> here's some things that need to happen. Uh, Okay, yeah, so so, it. but it, it did happen. So let's talk about uh, Path of the Immortal real quick. And while we do, I'll show it off for chat. So tell us Ooh. about Path of the Immortal. Yes. So um, Path of the Immortal. I'm phew, where to the where to begin. Um, so, do you want to know about like how I sort of like why I decided to do it, or like what it actually is about? Dealer's choice. Okay, I'll start with just what it is. Um, so it is a uh, system agnostic, like pocketbook, pocketbook guide for how to ascend to godhood, um, and it's it's pretty pretty involved um, it, or, or detailed rather. So like it's got um, a couple of different sections. One that sort of goes into preparation of it, of all the different things that you need to go, uh, that you need to do ingredients you need to gather, that kind of a thing. And then there's a section that's just like about the Ascension ritual itself and like kind of walking you through that step by step and like how they may vary and all that kind of stuff. Um, all the things you need to say. And then the, uh, the last section basically talks about like, okay, you finished the ritual. Now what? <laughs> Mm -hmm. And, um, and there's basically like, uh, a sec is like a, a part of that. That's like in the case of catastrophic failure, there's in the case of like failure, but dot, dot, dot. And then there's in the case of, um, success and obviously success is becoming a God. Um, catastrophic failure is, is just dying. Um, because you spoiler alert, you are actually sacrificed at the end of the ritual. That's a part of it. Um, and, uh, like, not quite failure is actually becoming a lich. Um, and so, and that all kind of plays around together. You know, that, that pitch, the first part of that pitch, what I was, what I was seeing in my mind's eye was in a fantasy grocery store. When you're at the checkout line, those little books that, that are there, you know, get your pocket guide to lich them. <laughs> yes. Well, so that's actually, that was kind of what, oh, that's my dog. Hold on. She's just the loudest. She's just the loudest pup. 
Um, she's protecting us from wind. I don't know. Um, but uh, that was actually kind of what inspired the the look of the book um, as well, because I thought about making it in color and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I thought, honestly, that having this small black book, which is also why it's the size that it is, um, this tiny little black book, very unassuming, um, you like it would get ignored if you were in a library like it like I'm imagining it like in game. Um, if you were to see it on a shelf, you wouldn't think much of it. And that's kind of the point because you're like, oh, this book probably not important when it's like the most powerful book you could possibly find. I like I was sold. So you ran, I remember you ran a couple of ideas past me about like, oh, what, what if I did a thing on this? Um, this is really cool for a lot of reasons, um, but I am obsessed with the idea of my party ascending like that being an end game like um, well i mean there's so many things too about like um complaints that people have when uh that, that there isn't a lot of content made for high level gameplay um and also getting to high level and then being like okay now what do i do and it's like well <laughs> here you go <laughs> here's yes. here's a thing you can do and i love that like like to me so uh, ascension like like we've written some adventures over uh, over on World of Game Design about Ascension. Like, we love that idea. And so I was already hooked when you started talking about that. And then the idea that sometimes Ascensions don't work. And when they don't work, that's how liches are formed. Um, mm -hmm. Like, I'm I'm all in about that. Because now it, it adds depth to every lich that you encounter. And it exactly. makes necromancy really interesting. At, like, there's, like, the lore just got deeper just by the idea of, like, oh, failure in ascension is what leads to necromantic or at least uh, necrotic energy, necromantic energies, right? Like, and, and you being kind of stripped away and, and all that. So I, like, to me, that's really cool. I like the end game artifact sort of feel to it. Mm -hmm. um, I like the idea of rituals. Rituals are amazing. Material components are cool. Like there's a lot well, of so cool many things. like rituals are like, here's this ritual. And then they don't actually tell you anything about it. <laughs> They go, this is a thing that exists. There you go. Um, and it's like, oh, and so that was that was something that um, that like just in general has been a really big part of uh, my mentality in, in in my design work is that like um, particularly designing for DMs, newer DMs or, or game masters just in general, um, because uh, I think that for a lot of well, like a lot of the time it seems really daunting and there's not a lot of really helpful tools out there. <laughs> um, and I remember like, I try to make the content that I was looking for when I was yeah. a new DM. Mm -hmm. um, and this was one of those things where it all, it all came about because I like, just like have world lore of my setting of like all of my gods, um, except for like one of them, all of my gods ascended to godhood. Mm -hmm. that's like the entire pantheon of my setting. And so I will sometimes just do random one-off ideas on my stream. And one day I was like, Hey guys, like, why don't we try and figure out what that Ascension ritual looks like? Um, because I am someone who just likes knowing how things work. So even if I was like, even if this never comes up in game, people ask me that all the time. They're like, how do you use this in game? And it's like, I don't know if I'm going to, but you know, if I need to, it's there. <laughs> um, and uh, so we started talking about it and I was like, okay, well, what is 
something that probably already exists because I don't want to do more work than I have to really. Um, uh, I was like, what is something that already exists that I could maybe use as like a jumping off point or a frame of reference? And I thought about liches. I was like, okay, well, people become liches in some way. So I'll look that up. And, and I was like, and people love liches. This information has got to be out there somewhere. And I couldn't find anything. Like there's a couple of excerpts in different books that are like, um, you know, the uh, way to become a lich and like the way that the Ascension ritual for that works um, is different and varied and dark. And it's like unique from person to person because no one goes through the same dark journey. And it's like, cool. Like I get from the perspective of it being mysterious, like that's, you know, neat and interesting. And what does it mean? That's, but like, as a the, that's what the NPC says at the very beginning. Right. Like yeah. a GM, like that's, that is useless to me. I'm like, okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> Um, so, um, and I actually, what's so funny is that I've never super been into liches because to me, they were always very like one note, very like necromancy is always bad and blah, 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 blah. And like, they are bad guys, are bad guys, are bad guys. And while I think having that sometimes and that kind of a storyline can be really cool. Once you've done that, you've kind of, you've done it. <laughs> and I really, um, I liked the idea. Well, so what ended up happening is I found like this one article that was like, here are three things or something like that, that have been found throughout time <laughs> of what is maybe a part of the ritual. And so I was like, okay, well, these are all really sinister. Let me think of something that's a little bit lighter, but maybe in the same vein. And I was like, oh, what if instead of like lichdom and godhood being two completely separate processes, they were one in the same and or or that like the the lich um ritual was some type of corruption of the uh god ritual and um and then that started getting me thinking about like how you could have such like you could have way more nuanced liches you could have someone who is a good aligned lich theoretically because you know in order to get to where they thought they would succeed. They had to have a bunch of people who were supporting them and they could have been this like really positive force in the world and then just like messed up. And now they are fighting against this sort of like darker part of themselves um, while still trying to be who they were before all that happened. And I just think that that's really cool for like storytelling purposes. So. Or you could flip that. You could have... You you could have the really good person that wants to ascend to godhood to be, you know, the, the new god of, of, of some positive thing, fail the ritual, become a lich, and it does, in fact, turn him evil. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, I mean, oh, I've been there's betrayed. so many options. Or you flip it around, again, the evil person that's trying to ascend to godhood that fails, become a lich, and then realizes... I was messing with powers that I shouldn't have been. I have to somehow atone now. Yeah. And like, I'm and like punched. be faced with their own mortality and be like, Oh my gosh, like maybe, yeah. maybe it wasn't making the best decisions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah. I and like, that. that's that, like, there's so many more possibilities that way. Um, not that you can't still do the very, you know, typical, like, uh, or archetypical rather um, like evil Vecna style lich. Um, but this gives you the, the, I guess like choice of if that's the thing you want to do or not, which I think is really cool. 
You know, the thing that I like about this, I, it's just reminded uh, this week on the way home from the convention, I stopped by and and, and chatted with a friend and, and another DM. And he was talking about he'd built this whole campaign years long. And the villain of it was a Serac. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And I like asked a couple questions about like, oh, where's where is the Serac? Like, where's his phylactery and yada, yada, yada. And he's like, I don't know. Like, honestly, I just said, oh, a Serac's a lich. That'd be cool. And like, that's what I went with. And he's just a lich. So, I mean, I felt like that's all I needed. And I'm like, fair enough. But but that's the reality, right? So I love I love what you said there about like, yeah, liches, liches, liches are only like this one note, can be like this one note thing, or you think you got them figured out just by like their base level stuff. And this really gives it that depth. Like, so, you know, you think about uh, Vecna or a Serac and they have their histories, but if you place them into this system, I think that makes them very interesting. Like, oh, they were right. striving towards divinity. Um, well, and like mean? one of, yeah. one of my favorite lines, I keep quoting it cause I, but I wrote it myself. So, um, <laughs> One of the favorite thing, my favorite things that I put in the book is the line uh, about like why why strive for lichdom when godhood is on the table, um, and and that that idea of like yeah, I mean you could become a lich, but you have these limitations as a lich. You don't have that as a god. Um, you are are far more powerful and far more uh, like overarching of a of a being. Um, with far more like flexibility in your form and appearance and the way that you can move around and all this kind of stuff. And, and, and um, I just thought that that was like, that made sense to be something that happens to most people on accident. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. So let's do this. Let's take a, let's take a 180 for a moment. Um, <laughs> so we, we know a lot about what the content of the book is and we should save some stuff for when you buy the book. Um, so let's talk about <laughs> buying the book for a moment. You're on Kickstarter. Uh, mm-hmm. You funded in the first like few minutes. Um, I, I, I checked the emails. I think on the project it says 15, but it actually was in 10. So that's nice. pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that feels good. That feels right. Um, which was yeah. super overwhelming. I was like, oh no. <laughs> I don't know what to do with myself. That's right. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, that that's that's a it, it's better than the reverse feeling, which is that That's you're, true. Yeah, you're I, yeah. last day, like hopefully somebody likes me in this world. I'm um, forever grateful uh, for it and I'm just like truly overwhelmed at like the support and generosity that that the campaign has been met with but i also was like oh i am not ready for everything to happen so fast and it all is happening right now yeah now you're obligated right like that's the reality um right um so yeah you're at 3100 bucks uh 175 backers um still 11 days to go um we're gonna make this book and one of the things that i want to talk about is you kind of had a vision we talked about it again we mentioned it earlier the idea of this being like halfway towards like an in-game artifact right so mm-hmm. we did some things uh you you had picked out fonts and you, you have some art and things that really like hold true to that and mm-hmm. then we're doing other things through these stretch goals like we've got uncoated paper on the inside so it's going to feel more um more natural more like yeah. more like an like artifacty right yeah like exactly. this yeah like a book that you found tucked behind a bookshelf 
um, yeah. of like, oh, this looks like it fell down. What's this doing back here? Like that's mm, ah, so good. That's right. And then so on the outside, we, we, we did some other things that make it all shiny and, and, and mm -hmm. look funky and all that. Uh, but the thing that I wanted to make sure we covered is that you have now, I love that we, we, we talked about your, your, your problem with deadlines um, or, or maybe your, 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 your uh, prowess when it comes to ha when you have a deadline. But I love Correct. that we also now committed you to uh, uh, putting together a mini adventure that goes along with it. Yeah, that is accurate. Um <laughs> So luckily I do sort of already have like beats in mind for it and like, um, and, and the general like layout. Like I didn't just say, oh, I guess I'll write an adventure and figure that out later. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah, I do also now have to write that, <laughs> which is really cool. So what it, what that adventure is just like kind of vaguely, um, is uh, sort of answering the questions of like, how do you find out what domain you're the god of and stuff like that. Um, it's kind of like the trial of the newly ascended is mm. is the, I don't know, like subtitle of, of what that adventure is going to be. Um, so I am very excited about it. You know, <laughs> But I also cool. was like, I don't even know if we'll hit this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what's cool is both you and our friend John, who who had to bounce, but both of you uh, wrote adventures or writing adventures about that idea of selecting domain. So it's it's very oh, interesting that it kind of aligned. Cool. He's got a very different take, but I'm like, and and he said play. He's doing some play testing over the last week on his adventure and what it what people think of it. And the, it's it's believe it or not, like picking the god that you're aligned to or the god that you're going to become is something that players love to do. It seems like so. Um, I, think I mean, people cool. love personality tests, and it's like basically oh, just that. <laughs> okay, so let's 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 put put a pause here, Troy. Um, if you were a divine deity in the Forgotten Realms, what deity would you be? Like an actual one of the actual deities in yeah, the Forgotten Realms. Well, or, or, or pick a domain. Yeah, what would your domain be? Um, Troy Sandlin, god of uh, probably. Yeah god of grumpiness maybe i don't know <laughs> that's that's not a real domain um it's i mean listen it can be if you want to be an origin <laughs> yeah you could be the originator be. yeah yeah um, i mean i feel like i feel like i don't want to steal somebody else's i want my own and i you know that would be one that most people would just be like you you can have that you could be the goddess of misfortune you could uh you could you could take that from besheba so that would that why I could or, or the god of, of anti technology? Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Uh, so Faye, as you're as you're thinking about writing this thing, like what domain would Faye I know this is a little bit silly, but whatever. Um, what would Faye be the um, What would I be? Yeah, yeah. Like if you were gonna pick your domain, choosing your domain. Um ooh, okay. Well, so the way that I like to do for my gods, what I do is I'll, I'll pick like a main one and then I'll have like sort of subcategories of like, like I have a god who's like the god of fate, but he's also like the god of um, like storms and like neutral magic and like a couple of other things. Mm. Um, I actually think neutral magic is the main one, but whatever. Um, so I would probably, I would probably do something that was like, storms just because i love storms but also like my favorite gods are like trickster gods um 
or like gods of like luck or travel. Like mm. I, I'm very, I, I designed a very specific god in my setting that kind of falls into all of those things. And I was like, this is my favorite one. Mm. <laughs> so it would probably, probably be that somewhere in that, uh, in that thing, just cause I like how playful it is and how, um, how uh, much, I don't know, versatility you have within that sphere. You don't want to be a serious god that's like bound to anything. Like No, I am no. Treachery, travel, all three of these have a running theme, right? That running yeah. theme is that they are unbound, unfettered, and can do whatever the hell they want. That just, um, yeah, that is all I aspire to be as a human being, so. Yeah, yeah makes sense. Uh, so, what about you, Zach? What would your, what would your domain that's, be? That's easy. The god mm. of player character death. Yeah, that's right. I'm already the god of death. Yeah. One of oh, no. So, yeah, that's my claim to fame. Um, Zach's absolutely. over here setting everyone's character sheets on fire. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pretty, no. much. pretty much. Um, we have somebody, I don't know if he's in chat tonight, but Ulysses uh, uh, titled me the god of death a long time ago. So I I, I cling mm -hmm. to that title um, with, with reverence. With skeletal um, hands. With skeletal hands, yeah. It's a pretty important job. It is, and uh, you know, there's a quota. He relishes it. It's like quota. it's like cops in a city, right? Like there's a there's a monthly quota that I have to you know tag enough. People. Yikes! So. Okay, okay, but see, that's just it. The way Zach does it, it, it he's got he's got quota banked. Yes, yes. It's, well, it's that's like, how. Just in case I have stuff. a dry month, I've got stuff stored up. That's right. Yeah, it's it oh feels good. Yeah, 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 yeah. How often are you killing your players, Zach? Um, let's move on. Um, <laughs> no, I've been doing would really, you like really. To, would good you like to join thing. a game? Yeah. 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 No, <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, no, it's it's good. Um, that was the right answer. Uh, so let, let, let's, let's move on uh, on that note. Um, one thing that I wanted to cover just briefly, you mentioned earlier, um, we, we talked a little bit about, uh, the idea of procrastination, but, 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 but the reality is that you've done a thing now, right? Like, like you've written a That's thing. That's true. And yeah. I, I think it's a very interesting thing. I, there's a lot of people that are intimidating by the writing process. And obviously you've been writing for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, but now there's other people um, that are intimidated by the finishing process. Um, I get that. Yeah. So, so I guess like the question I have is like, um, having like locked in something, does that make you more or less or the same level of, I was going to say the word intimidated, but that might not be applicable for you. But like, some people think, some people say that like, oh, once I complete a 5,000 word adventure, mm -hmm. it's never a problem for me again because I mm -hmm. understand how it's done. And like in my mind, it all clicks. And now what's impossible is a 10,000 word adventure, but a 5,000 sure. word adventure is no problem. Is that, is that what you have found at this point? Or are you still searching or, or exploring that? Like what is... That's a really interesting question. I think that for me... Um, I've been writing just like in general for a very, very long time. Um, I used to, you know, post, uh, stories, not on like, it, not on, it wasn't fanfic, but it was like on fanfic type sites. Mm. Um, that was just like, yeah, I'm just, you know, one of Has anyone ever claimed to write fanfic? Um, I feel like that's <laughs> the traditional answer. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like most people 
Well, I mean, I'll tell, I'll be very open about what I wrote about. It was like, like fucking, uh, oops, sorry. I don't know if I'm out of custom. Um, <laughs> uh, it was, it was about like teenage drama. I think there was one thing about, um, I wanted to write a book that I never actually ended up doing. I only wrote the, uh, prologue cause I thought it was cool. And then I just kind of fell off of that. That was about like, um, like werewolves and stuff like that and with all those like pack dynamics all that kind of stuff but I never like wrote something that was like this is my twilight fanfic or Mm. whatever I wrote one self-insert thing with Percy Jackson but I never published that that was just for me Um, okay um fair enough but to answer your question (laughs) um I uh you're getting some like really deep lore that like no one knows so you're welcome um but uh, but to answer your question, um, one of the things that I that I mostly struggle with is the actual um, first draft that's completed. Mm. Um, I love to edit, and I'm very good at editing uh, to a point. And um, it is. Uh, so I have a problem when I'm currently, when I'm trying to write things that I go, this sentence doesn't work. I'm going to like, I'm going to spend 10 minutes trying to write this one sentence um, and then get annoyed at it and step away from it and then drop this thing for like four weeks. Mm-hmm. So the best advice, and it's, it sucks, I hate it, but the best advice that I have ever gotten is just write a really crappy version. Just as the words, like, as, as the ideas in your brain come to you, just write them down. So it's like, okay, I know that the, you know, story starts with this person who's in a village and they are doing this thing. They go to a bar. There's some people there. Maybe a fight happens. I don't know. And just write everything like that and then go back and actually make it into something and make it make sense. Mm-hmm. Um is sort of how I did this entire book. So I was like, okay, what kind of things do I want to talk about? I want to make sure I mentioned this thing, this thing, this thing. I need to come up with names for this and this and this. And just, I started like bullet pointing everything and writing it all down and whatever. And then eventually it was like, okay, I have to make it into sentences. And then I did. And then I, um, and I, then I would go through and, and edit it and be like, okay, so now it actually flows together and these paragraphs make sense and all that kind of stuff. So, um, I, would I do it again? (laughs) This exact thing? Probably. I do think that, uh, I do think that like starting with a smaller project was a lot less daunting, uh, because I felt like I could make it however long or however short that I wanted it to be. I was shooting for, (laughs) what's hilarious is that I was shooting for 8,000 words and now I'm like, I feel like that's way too many. Like, I feel like I have way too much because this book's going to be super thick. (laughs) um because it's very small (laughs) but um but I was like no this is the this is the threshold that I need to hit and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do it and I just kind of did awesome I like that I like that that's a good answer Troy do you remember uh, we're just up all the way on the on our road trip to Huntington and we talked with John you were talking about adventure writing (laughs) I think I said my writing style is that I did I say, I think I said yep. my writing style is that I shit out an adventure. Yeah. Yep. yep. That's the way that you, that's the first draft is, is exactly what you do. So I, I feel you there. Um, the worst crappy. I'm, I'm big on bullet points. Bullet points are great. <laughs> and just being I, my, like, then this happened and then this. And then I think that I wrote something. This has happened before. I, I go, oh, 
you know, I am like a guest DM of running a one shot and I've already written this one shot. So I'll just use that one. That'll be fun. And then about like, I don't know, maybe a week, maybe more like three to two days. I will like before I need to do it, I'll go look at it and be like, all right, I need to actually like lay out my prep stuff. And then if I need maps or anything like that, you know, whatever, start making that. And I'll go, Oh, this is not even a little written. <laughs> yep. Uh one of the most inspiring things I ever heard was um, uh, there was a documentary done of one of the Star Wars movies being made. And the camera was on when George Lucas came out of his office and he had, he said, you know, there's this applause, like the script's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the whole script ready to go, ready to go to film. And, uh, you know, that a moment, a couple minutes later, he's, you know, somebody's talking to him. He's like, yeah, there's a lot of just bullet points that just say like they fight in it. <laughs> and I'm like, that's the great, the great, the great writer, George Lucas, the great, the great man who made star Wars. He just does bullet points to say they fight. That's good enough. Let's move on. Um, I can do that. So um, there's a lot of, they fight. Well, you know, at that point you got to leave that up to a fight choreographer. And he's like, I don't know. I went that's my right. hands with that. That's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and that's what I do now too. Um, Okay, so at this point, we've way overblown our time budget, but that's okay. Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's all fine. So I think to close it out, we've got a couple stretch goals at least still to go. You're going to do a 5e conversion of this thing if we can hit 3300. We're going to do an mm -hmm. OSE conversion if it hits 36. I think there's some more surprising stretch goals out there if we can hit those. If people want to, they can back uh, not just the book, but they can get a signed edition. And I heard a rumor that your dog would actually sign the book too. If that's that's to. true. I may or may not be putting out a survey because I had so many people ask if my dog, my dog, her name is Loaf. She's very cute. She's a corgi. And they were like, can we also get her signature? So that may possibly be an option for those people. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, I think I think there's uh, volunteers in chat for other conversions for other systems from creators here in chat. That's exciting. Uh, that's fun. Uh, <laughs> gridlock. Listen, if people want to convert uh, the things I write to other systems, I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> no, no, you shouldn't. Um, cool. Well, Faye, thanks so much for coming on. Congratulations on your Kickstarter. Um, for having me. Yeah. Let's have you on again when you make another thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll make so many things. I've now I've started. I'm like, okay, well, I'm, you know, what's next? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, let's let's be, let's finish this one up and then, then we can no. figure that out. Yeah. Okay, well, fair enough. <laughs> no, I think I'm good. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Fair enough. Uh Troy, thanks for hanging out with me again and for this crazy evening. Uh, and I guess chat, thanks for, oh my gosh, there's so many people in chat. I was going to list you all out, but that's, that's a fool's errand at this point. Um, <laughs> we would, we'd get exhausted. So, Hey, y'all oh, are awesome. Goodness. Thanks for popping in. Um, anything else, Troy, before we close out? Uh, yeah. See you liches later. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you later. Thanks a lot. Bye. Hey everyone. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode and you want to continue the conversation with us, go ahead and 
head on over to our Discord. There's a link in the show notes, and you can always shoot us a message on Facebook to get a link there as well. Uh, while you're at it, if you wouldn't mind, give us a like on Facebook, give us a subscription over here on your podcast feed, uh, give us a review and some stars while you're at it. That would be awesome. That's the way we get in front of more people. And if you want to watch a live show, we're live almost every Sunday and Tuesday on Twitch and YouTube, and you can find links to all of that right there in the Discord. We'll see you next time.